is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, get unstuck nation. Today I have a special guest again. Everyone, the guests here, they are all special. Okay, so please welcome Dr. Ravi Baker Shena from Lali Baker Communications. Um, she has MBA, ED. Um, is a leader consultant and professional speaker who works with individuals and business to achieve high level of excellence, productivity, and profitability. Thank you so much for joining Get Unstuck Radio today, Laurie. It is so wonderful to be here, and your guests are so lucky to have you as the host. It's really wonderful. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. See, we just started greeting already, so let's get into the meat of the conversation. How you become an entrepreneur? Well, you know, it's a question of finding myself in my 20s. I started out very strong in college, and I wanted to be a journalist. Mm. And I really enjoyed um, having the idea of being a reporter and covering stories. And so I studied. I was at the, I was at the top of my class in college, and then I started my first job in newspapers. And I realized I didn't like it. And that was devastating to me. I didn't really like having to work at night. I didn't like um, the fact that I could only tell, I could only, I couldn't advocate for a side of a story. If I saw something, it had to be balanced. And sometimes I felt that I wanted to be more. So I was devastated. As you can imagine, here you are 23 years old and you've poured your whole life into journalism and then you didn't like it. So I decided that I'd go in a different direction, which I thought was very courageous. But I really believe everyone in their 20s needs to really do that. If you don't like something, it's when you're younger, it's easy to change than when you're older. So I decided to try marketing and public relations and I had absolutely no experience in it, but I landed a job and um, I didn't like that job very much, but then I got another job and it was with healthcare public relations where we were doing medical writing and working with doctors and hospitals to raise awareness of medical conditions and I fell in love with it and I just absolutely loved it. But I learned after four years that I really like working by myself. I didn't like to be micromanaged at all. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to start my own business. And a lot of people laughed at me because I had a very good job, but I thought, you know what, I really want to try this. And so I did and I was, and it turned out to be a successful marketing and public relations business in, um, in healthcare. And I've, it's, been going now for 30 years, over 30 years. And I doubled my salary the first year out and I've never been happier. So I found that I need to be an entrepreneur and I needed to be my own boss. And I found that out early. And then, so that was how I got started as an entrepreneur. And I loved it. Wow. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I think I always say in the podcast about there are two types of people, mm-hmm. really. The one that really like to take the risks as the business owner because we don't have any um, benefits that provide to us. We have to find it by them, by ourselves, like what we are doing this day, like risk taker. But on the other hand, those who would like to find more stable like job or like reliable job that works for other people. So if you couldn't find like what types you are, you will still stuck in the loop of like, why are you trying this business and it's not working? So you should ask yourself whether you really looking for the stability or you are like chasing the risks that makes you excited every day. Because if not, you wouldn't feel joyful, right? Absolutely. And a lot of people find joy in regular, you know, you know, regular jobs or the regular paycheck type of thing. But there's some of us who really feel that we want to be the master of our own destiny. Mm. And, and then also we have a talent that we can, that people want and that we want to share it. So there's so many reasons why entrepreneurs do what they do. So then it comes down to having the courage to do that. And also you know, tap it into resources, people who've done it, mentors, and doing it, what I call the strategic risk. So you just don't jump into it. I, I did um, a lot of freelancing for several, I think almost a year while I worked and got an MBA, just so I was ready to start on my own without that safety net. So there was, it was a process, but it was a very strategic risk because I knew for myself that I could work by myself, that I was disciplined enough to work from home. Now, of course, everybody's doing that. But I had all these things in a row that I could do. And I set up, I had a good accountant and all the things that you need. And I got it done. But it was it, that, you know, that word stuck, I felt stuck. And when you feel stuck, it's not going to go away unless you do something, either improve where you are or try something different. But just staying miserable is not a solution ever, which is why that whole idea of, of, of getting unstuck is so crucial. I mean, it's, it's vivid and it shows you that being stuck, if you don't do anything, you stay there. So then the question becomes, what do you do? So for me, I decided to start my own business. Yeah. I mean, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, the same result happened, right? So- yes, Exactly. Don't blame others. I mean, and don't blame yourself though, but you should aware in case that why this thing keep happening to me. Oh, because you keep doing that. That's actually simple as that. Absolutely. So I like the way that you say that the solution shift pivot to positivity. So um, you just mentioned about your, um, your journey about pivoting to more positivity in life, right? And you mentioned in your website about your three factors, like your passion, your ability to impact others, and your ability to find joy every single day. For me here, like I am, a, like I dedicated myself every single day to show up as like, you have to need to be miserable working, even though it's on your own business. You have to enjoy your life and then have the business to support your lifestyle to feel joyful every single day. And you just showing me there on your website. So how can you aware of these three things that is very important for you? Well, the, the thing that you learn, I call it the solution shift. A lot of people live in their problems. I'm sure you have friends mm. 
Mm. And all they do is complain about their problem. Mm. They sit down, you, you have a, a, a cup of coffee or a drink, uh, you know, or, and, or dinner, and all they do is complain. And I'm sure you have those problems, those people. And those people live in their problems. And yet the people who are much more fun to be around and who really lift you up are the people who live in the solutions. Because everyone has, everyone has problems. Everyone, every day you're going to have some challenge that is going to be really hard. So you have to figure, am I going to be a victim of that? Or am I going to be empowered and rise up to it? And Mutika, that is a choice you make every morning. You wake up and you say, I'm going to have a miserable day or I'm going to have a great day. What are you going to do? So I've chosen to wake up and have a great day. And I live in the solution. I have problems every day. Things go on. You know, we all have with our families, with our jobs, with our own health. And I'm not, I'm going to look at it and say, yes, I've got a problem. But what is the solution? What can I do to make the situation better? And once you start thinking along the lines of what can I do to make the situation better, you all of a sudden shift to positivity because you're shifting into trying to find the solution. So that being the case, that brings you more joy. So, so I did that unconsciously by being stuck in a job I did not like. So what is the solution? Let me try to find something that I do like. And that was the solution. So all through my life, I've noticed that I, I, I'm a very happy person organically. I just enjoy life. I'm very, I'm very grateful to be alive. I'm, um, I'm just grateful to be here. So I'm, I've noticed I do that naturally, but a lot of people don't, which is how I train and what I speak on is to really be mindful that you, when you have a problem, you can be upset for a little while, but then figure out what to do about it. Don't just stay in it. So that's, that's my secret. And if you pivot to positivity, if you say, you know what, I'm going to be positive that things are going to be okay and I'll figure this out, then that will move you forward. Because if you notice, whenever you're negative, it never moves you forward, ever. Yeah, I think I think I, I really resonate with that because I have had, I mean, I still having it, like a very severe anxiety. And my therapy always tell me to stop my second voice in my head. Like, is it really happened for me? Like, you know, when you say about complaining friends, I, I do have them, like, course i do have them like i'm not even shaking my phone but they keep texting me like what's going on in their life but um yeah i i used to stuck in that loop as well like why this thing keep happening to me why why things are not working like last last year for example that the first covid hit you know i lost like at least four people in my social circle and that's just traumatized so i i couldn't get out of this loop but how can I stop? How can I move on? Like to change the way I ask myself, like positive self-talk is very important, like what you say. And it should be the very first thing in the morning that you say, like since I think someone mentioned about to make your bed first before you organize your day, right? I forgot his name already, the one who wrote this book. Yes, yes. But yeah, it's, it's very important. Like how can you start every single thing from yourself and feeling joyful like that that's very important because it's not gonna last long you know that is another thing though when you feel joy how can you remain joyful along the day 
when things are not exactly like you expected, like something came across, like, oh, um, I'm in a traffic again for like two hours. I live in Bangkok, so that's kind of normal. Yes, yes. I'm not, I'm not going to complain about that, but like, what can I do while I'm still in traffic, you know? So that's... Well, that's, that's, that's interesting because I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles, so I, I, I feel you. I'm your sister in traffic. It's the worst here. Um, that's a, such a good question because so, and it's a real valid question. So the first thing you said about self-talk is crucial. You have to be kind to yourself and you have to be, and you have to tell yourself positive things because sometimes you tell yourself negative things and they're just not right. Like you can say, oh, I don't look good today, but you do look good. You're just saying that, you know, or I didn't do this very well, but you did. So some of the self-talk is just sabotage. So how do you stop it? So instead of focusing on what you are not, you need to focus on what you are. And instead of focusing on things that you don't have, you have to think of focus of things that you have. So for example, your two hour commute. Well, it's a two hour commute, but, and, and that's, and you can focus on how, you know, what a waste of time it is. And, it's, and, and all these people are drivers are crazy and it's stressful. Or you can say, you know what, this is two hours in the car where I can listen to some good music, talk to some friends, really think about my day and where I want to go, write a book, you know, do things that two hours is a precious time that I'm alone in the car away from all of my obligations. And when you look at life that way, when you take everything that's bad, and for example, if, you're, if you have children and they're acting up, you know, you can say, at least I have children. You know, uh, you know, the, the, the little things that go along with that. My favorite story that I tell about this, this, this how to stay joyful. And again, to instead of what I can't do, focus on what you can do. So uh, when, when I was about, about seven years ago, I was a, um, I was a university professor. I also became a professor, which I, which I love. <clears throat> and I was diagnosed, I, I went to the hospital and I was getting, I was really sick, I was throwing up and I didn't know what was wrong. So they had emergency surgery and I found out that they had a big tumor in my stomach that had to come out. And I didn't know there was a tumor there, I just thought I was sick. So they, I went in surgery, I, went, I got out of surgery and the doctor said, Lori, you've got cancer. And I went, oh my word. Now I remember, Mutita, I was, am a medical writer, so I knew what that meant. He didn't, he was just kind of a general surgeon, which was great, but I did. And it took two days to get the pathology report on what kind of cancer I had. So I knew that I could either have a cancer that you were dead in three weeks, quite frankly, or one that was treatable and you can go on for a long time. So you know the end of the story because it's seven years and here I am. <laughs> so, but I didn't know for two days. So I thought to myself, so I cried for a couple hours, you know, I was, I was in alone in a, in a, I was sad, but then I realized, hmm, what's the positive on this? Well, the positive is if I have three weeks, I'm going to make it the best three weeks of my life because I'm not going to waste my last three lives, last three weeks being a victim of, of, of cancer, right? So if I have three weeks left, I'm going to tell everyone I love that I love them. I'm going to tell everybody that I don't like that I'm upset with them. <laughs> I tell them what I think. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. 
And I'm going to try to, you know, if I can eat, you know, do something fun, even if it's in a hospital bed to just enjoy myself. And because there are people in the world who, who get hit by cars, who die suddenly, who don't get those three weeks. So I was grateful for those three weeks. So that's how I turned myself around in my hospital bed. So by the, so then, and then when I found out it was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, I lit up, I, I lit up. And my doctor looked at me so weird because he didn't know that it was as treatable as it is. And I was lucky that it was, went to a great hospital and it's treatable. And, um, and, and here I am. But that gratitude that, yes, I only have three weeks, but I have three weeks. You know, I have cancer, but, and, and it comes back. But right now, today is going to be a great day. That preciousness of life, if you really internalize it, and I, you don't need to be sick to do that, but realize how lucky and grateful we are to be here every day really turns you around. I so think, the, the, go sorry, ahead. sorry, no, sorry. Go ahead. what are you going to say? No, 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 go ahead. No, I mean, I think that this is a self leader. Like you have to own your leadership. Um, I just have an idea about the time that shifted me around during the COVID last year that I was so miserable because, you know, I I was in my master degree at that time and I stay in a, I call it the cube, studio cube, like a real cube, you know. My bed is here, three steps away from my desk and then three steps away from my kitchen. And I stuck in that cube, like for real, for the real six to eight months last year. And I was so miserable, like, because I do already have uh, anxiety and depression. And there's no sunlight in the UK. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time for real. Yes, yes. But at some point, my mom was sick and I even feel worse for like feeling guilty that I wasn't here in Thailand with her. Um, she told me that whatever happened, I still have her. That's what she said. And that changed everything, like changed everything that I look, I show up, I wake up because I still have her. I have yes. to come back home to see her. She's my mom. And whatever happened, I will do my best. And that's one of the decisions why I pivot everything and repatriated back to Thailand. Because I decided, as you just said, I will be around the people who I love and I will tell them that I love them. Because I don't know when that's going to be the last time I'm able to say that. Like, I already lost four of them last year. So... I couldn't stand to lose more. Like I would do my best every single day to like lead myself to the best ability that I can and be a good follower to other people because that's also important, right? You cannot only lead. You have to be a good follower as well. Yes, that is very, that is very true. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, like this is very important. I think the, the part of the being follower is that, um, to not confuse between what you believe and how your society wants you to um, act in order to care other people. Because I believe as a human being, we are responsible for others as well. And that is how we follow other people. And that's how we also, on the other hand, lead ourselves that we do respect others as we respect our own decision. And this is very important. And I think this is something that's lacking in the real world right now the craziness that's happening what do you think i i agree a hundred percent and 
the fact that you found that light in your life, that your mom and, 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 and the gratitude for her and that lifted you up. I have to tell you, Matita, that I lost my mom when I was 12. She died. I was, she was 49. And that was a very big hit on me. And I was lucky I had a wonderful dad and he was able to get me through that. But that loss, it really, it really changed my life. And, and I really had a lot of um, kind of, you know, anger and sadness for a long time. And then I went to therapy. Therapy, I have to tell you, is the best thing ever. But the thing that turned me around, and this is what I was, I, I was going to say that I think is so important for your, for your people listening out there, is to start a gratitude journal. Mm. And what, what that is, is every, either every morning or every night, whatever, whatever you want to do, write down five things that you're grateful for, even if it's been a, the worst day ever. Like for me, even if it's been a bad day, I'm really glad that I have a, a, a bed to crawl into, a microwave oven, and a toilet that flushes, you know? <laughs> I don't have to go into the outhouse, right? So no matter what happens, you can be grateful. And, and I, I feel you for the master's program. I got my MBA and my doctorate. And I, and I feel you just being in, the, in a room, all by, you know, in the room. But, but the fact is you, you've got technology and you've got people who love you. You know, there's so much to, to really, really, if you figure out how to be grateful for what we have, and also those plans, what happens after this? Because, you know, the, the, the pandemic won't last forever. And we have to really plan our lives. What are we going to do differently? What are we going to do better? So that's really important. So I, I, I write down five things every day, no matter how bad or good the day is, of gra gratitude. And the other thing that I do is it's important to write a strengths journal. And that, mm. helps, you with your, that helps you with your self so what you do every night before or after, you know, what I'd like to do every night before you go to bed is write down five things that went really well. Five things you accomplished. Like this podcast is amazing. That would, I would definitely be on my list. I did a great podcast. I asked wonderful questions. And then you don't only say what you, that, but you say, this is why. I did that because I'm a very good interviewer and I'm very knowledgeable. So when you figure out the wins that you have and the strengths that you bring to that, it is remarkable. And if you do that five times, five times, you know, five things every night, and you do it five times a week, let's say on the weekdays, Monday through Friday, that's 25 strengths that you have. And if you put that into a month, that's a hundred strengths that you didn't even know you had because you're really focusing on what's good about you. And that is incredibly helpful for your self-talk, for your self-esteem, for your confidence. And again, it's a pivot to the positivity and it brings you joy. I couldn't agree more with that. Like, I think this podcast is very like enlightening to anyone who listening to this. Because if you stuck in the victim loop, I mean, I know that these words can be used like quite broad right now and also confusing by the terminology. But if you, if you blame yourself, let's say, if you blame mm -hmm. yourself and you're feeling like you cannot move forward, like there is nothing to look forward to or you cannot lead, you cannot go further or like you are hopeless, let's say. You have to come back and realize about the um, what in you that you really have and you're already great at, you know? 
I, the time that I lost many things, I feel like I'm hopeless. I'm like, I have nothing left at all. And you just mentioned that to turn, to shift that mindset, to see the gratitude on every single day and appreciate the small wins. I mean, it's just a small things that, okay, you're still able to flush your toilet. That's already important, right? Because that's amazing. I mean, if that's not it happened, amazing. other things going to be a lot more problem occurred. So, I mean, once you're able to do that and to build up the confidence, like once you lost confidence to earn it back, takes such a long time for me it's almost five years I lost my confidence because someone told me that I couldn't do something that I was proud to do all and that stopped me like a heartbreak you know like a real like ABS stop (laughs) like what (laughs) so yes I have to get it back by appreciation and it's not an easy path at all so Self-leadership that, that we cover today is from self-care, I could say. Um, I think yes. that there are many holistic ways that like coming around um, to understand the way that our brains work. Because as you mentioned that you are a medical journalist before, so you know that we cannot separate between reality and the imagination, right? <laughs> so we can trick ourselves by saying the thing that we actually are but keep realizing it and that's something that could change the world absolutely and another thing i always tell my clients is that you can't listen to other people like that person whoever whoever they did and whatever they said they probably had a lot of issues and they didn't know what they were talking about so we have to really build our core of self self-worth because you can't listen to the haters. I say that all the time. I even have a video of myself for my promotion. One of the things I said is you just can't listen to the haters. People tell you things. I was bullied as a child and I learned that people just bully because they're just mean. They have, it has nothing to do with me. And whatever that person said to you had nothing to do with you. It all had to do something with that person because kind people don't say that stuff. So I don't give people that power. You know, I listen to people who love me and who want to help and have a good heart, but people who are, who are bashing people just to bash them, they, I don't give them the time of day. And when you learn that you really, there's joy there too. But I have to give you a, a great quote that is uplifting to me that I always tell people and I, and I post it and everything. And it's called, and it's, it's, it's this, how cool is it that the same God who created mountains and oceans and galaxies looked at you and thought the world needed one of you too. Mm, Wow. Yeah. Everyone is so precious. And so the thing we need to do is stop worrying about us and looking inside, like, you know, all the guilt is useless. I tell everybody to get rid of the guilt, you know, look inside and see what you can, what you can bring to the world. Mm. And when you figure out what you bring to the world, why you are here and that purpose and really think about that in that two hour drive, (laughs) you know, who am I and what am I doing? It really is uplifting and it gives you purpose and it brings you joy. And so every day, you know, I get stuck in a lot of things I don't like to do, but I know at the end of the day that I am bringing joy to others and I'm helping them. And that's what I've been called to do. 
And I was a professor for 25 years. I, you know, I, that was part of my, my life story. I loved being with my students. And it, a lot of it was a lot. I did not like grading papers, <laughs> but I did it. But I loved being with the students. And my master's programs, I did not like the homework. And my doctorate, I did not like the homework, but I loved the content. And I love to figure out what I'm going to do with it to help the world and help my family and help my friends. So when you have that thing of what can I do for others, what is not all about me, but what I can bring to the table, what do I, that is just an uplifting, wonderful thing. Yeah. I mean, getting stuck is a part of the process of growing further and also it's a life, right? Everyone say, yes, everyone's know life is ups and down. It's the process. But when you suck, how are you going to deal with it? So you move forward with joy, with different attitude, different gratitude, and make an impact to others because that actually makes you joy because you can help other people transform and keep doing that every single day. This is awesome, Laurie. This is awesome. perfectly that was perfectly said. That's that needs to be a. a <laughs> You need to clip that out. That is exactly it. That's exactly it. <laughs> okay. So I think we have talked a lot about like our mindset and things, but what do you do right now? So what I do is, so I was a professor for 25 years and then that cancer hit. I thought, you know, I really want to help people find joy. So I do. So actually I'm, as a leadership, you know, I got my um, doctorate in organizational leadership. So I like going into companies and training employees to work, um, be more productive at work and be happier at work. So that means giving them skills they need like leadership skills. So I teach people how to work in teams. I teach people how to deal with conflict management. I teach people how to communicate better in companies. And when you do that, you find happier employees and happier employees mean better customer service and better customer service means more money. So that's what I do for companies. And then I do, um, also I go around the country and the world now with, with, the, uh, with the fact that we're not going anywhere, <laughs> I'm in my house. But I, I'm a speaker and I speak about all different things from, from the solution shift, which is one of my big topics that I talk about to how to find your leadership brand. How do you show up in the world as a leader? And all sorts of different topics, how to give a good presentation. I've spoken on everything. And I, and I give several presentations to associations and companies. So that's what I do. And I, and I just, it's just so much fun. I really, it makes me happy to share this strategy, this joy strategy, and also my leadership skills, my hard leadership skills with others. So I just kind of do both. And Mutita, I have to tell you, when I do these big corporate events, and it's very, you know, talking about teamwork and conflict management, I always bring in at the end, motivational speak, you know, it, even if they don't want it, it, that's my signature, right? We always end up with every day's a gift and find joy every day, no matter what, which is hilarious, but that's what I do. A friend of mine who also um, leadership coach, she always say that we cannot motivate others that within our team we can only be their example and encourage them to understand that this is called motivation to work together and that's very important and i i'm a strong believer that actually corporate is like a, a bigger scale of like small businesses you know but it's formed the same way it's one almost the same way just different like 
amount of like resources, human and money, but it runs the same way. It has all the rules, the laws, the philosophy behind of making an impact, solving problem is pretty much the same. So yes. leaders still need to listen to the followers and followers still have to lead as the leaders follow them through because that's how you create the feedback loops, right? If not, absolutely solve any conflict within the company is going to be only one way. And that's so much fun. That's, that's why you still have job to do. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. So in case anyone want to work with you, um, either they are corporates or they are um, small business owner but needs leadership consultant, um, where can they find you then, Laurie? The best places on my um, my website, which is www.lauriebakershenna.com. And there they can just email me directly and uh, we can chat about anything they need. It's just, it's fun. Thank you so much for joining Get Unstuck Radio today. And yeah, it's an honor to have you on the show. It's been great being here. And I want to thank you so much. It's been a wonderful time. Thank you. I hope this episode inspires you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that supports your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck 